Hello, welcome to the Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie and TV-related news. It's October 12th, 2018. I'm Shannon. And I'm Michael. What's opening in theaters this weekend? First Man. A look at the life of astronaut Neil Armstrong and the legendary space mission that led him to become the first man to walk on the moon on July 20th, 1969, the same day my parents got married. Directed by Damien Chazelle and written by Josh Singer, based on the book First Man, The Life of Neil A. Armstrong by James R. Hansen. The film stars Ryan Gosling as Neil Armstrong alongside Claire Foy, Jason Clark, Kyle Chandler, and Corey Stoll. Yep, this one's doing really well with the critics. It's at 90% fresh. I guess we'll be seeing this sooner or later. Yeah, I want to see this for sure. Also out, Bad Times at the El Royale. Seven strangers, each with a secret to bury, meet at Lake Tahoe's El Royale, a rundown hotel with a dark past. Over the course of one fateful night, everyone will have a last shot at redemption before everything goes to hell. Written and directed by Drew Goddard. The film stars Jeff Bridges, Cynthia Erivo, Dakota Johnson, John Hamm, Kelly Spaney, Louis Pullman, Nick Offerman, and Chris. Hemsworth. I really want to see this one a lot too. It's at 75%. This is going to be tough to decide which one of these movies to see first. Do you have any opinion? Bad times at the El Royale. Goosebumps 2. Haunted Halloween. Halloween comes to life in a comedy adventure based on R.L. Stein's 400 million selling series of books. Directed by Ari Sandal and written by Rob Lieber. Stars Jeremy Ray Taylor, Khalil Harris, Madison Eisman, Wendy McLendon Covey, Chris Parnell, and Ken Jeong, with Jack Black reprising his role from the first film. Looks like there's a third film we're going to have to go see. I don't know. How are we going to decide between these three? (laughs) Yeah, actually, the kids, well, only one of them will probably really want to see this. But it's only at 33%. Can we just show him that? No, that won't work. He'll still like the movie. He's all talking about the gummy bears. In limited release, Beautiful Boy. Based on the best-selling pair of memoirs from father and son, David and Nick Sheff. Beautiful Boy chronicles the heartbreaking and inspiring experience of survival, relapse, and recovery in a family coping with addiction over many years. This one's at 67%, so it's also fresh. It looks, uh, you know, to be a difficult movie, though. Yeah, almost certainly. But it's got Steve Carell. The Happy Prince. The untold story of the last days in the tragic times of Oscar Wilde a person who observes his own failure with ironic distance and regards the difficulties that beset his life with detachment and humor. Oh man, I kind of want to see this too. It's at 72%. He had an interesting life. He's an interesting man. And finally, the oath. In a politically divided America, a man struggles to make it through Thanksgiving holiday without destroying his family. Yeah, it's at 77%. I was a little worried. I watched the trailer and I was like, this could be really funny or it could be kind of terrible. But it looks like it's leading towards funny. So... Maybe we'll see this eventually when it comes to one of the streaming services. What's new? According to The Wrap, 
NBC is developing a comedy starring Cal Penn, who is also executive producing, with The Good Place and Parks and Rec creator Mike Schur on board as supervising executive producer. The untitled project would star Penn as disgraced New York City councilman and former baseball wonderkind Garrett Shaw, who finds his calling when faced with six recent immigrants in search of the American dream. This would be Mike Schur's fourth show on the network. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, The Good Place, and Abby's, a forthcoming mid-season replacement, are the other three. Well, Brooklyn Nine-Nine and The Good Place are both pretty funny, so... They are. Deadline reports that Lawrence Kasdan, screenwriter of Star Wars The Force Awakens and Solo A Star Wars Story, has acquired the film rights to November Road, the upcoming novel from author Lou Burney, which is about the period surrounding the JFK assassination. Kasdan will write and direct and will produce the film with Shane Salerno in a co-production between Kasdan Pictures and The Story Factory. The producers intend to fast-track the project and for it to be Kasdan's next film. Are you you interested in this because of the star wars screenwriter yeah eh, no yeah i mean he also was one of the screenwriters on empire strikes back and uh return of the jedi so he goes pretty far back according to deadline james gunn has been hired by warner brothers and dc to write with an eye to direct the next installment of the suicide squad franchise originally Gavin O'Connor was attached to direct the film, but is directing Ben Affleck in the Brad Inglesby scripted drama Torrance. So Marvel lost him and DC scooped him up? That's what it seems like. It'll probably be good. According to Deadline, director George Nolfi has set Samuel L. Jackson, Anthony Mackie, Nicholas Holt, and Nia Long to star in The Banker, a fact-based drama that Nolfi wrote with Nicole Levy. The drama is based on the true story of two African-American entrepreneurs, Bernard Garrett, and Joe Morris, who during the 1950s tried to circumvent the racial limitations of the era and take on the establishment by recruiting a working-class white man, Matt Steiner, and training him to pose as the head of their business empire while they posed as a janitor and a chauffeur. Yeah, sounds like an interesting story. Yeah, it does. Brian Tyree Henry will star opposite Millie Bobby Brown in Legendary's Godzilla vs. Kong. The film will be the fourth installment in Legendary's MonsterVerse, which started with 2014's Godzilla, followed by 2017's Kong Skull Island, and a sequel to Godzilla titled Godzilla King of the Monsters is now in production. Okay. Did we watch Godzilla? I don't think we watched Godzilla, but we watched okay. the We watched Kong. Kong Skull Island. It was okay. Deadline reports 20th Century Fox is in the early planning stages for a remake of the 1993 film Rookie of the Year. In the Daniel Stern-directed original, an accident gives a young boy an incredibly powerful pitching arm. He ends up pitching for his favorite team, the Chicago Cubs, and could lead them to the World Series. Did you ever see this movie when it came out? Uh, Not that I know of, but uh, it's possible. I mean, this is not the Joseph Gordon-Levitt one, right? He was in a different baseball movie, I'm pretty sure. Was he? Yeah. That's not this one. Maybe Angels in the Outfield. I don't know. But this one was 
Yeah, I saw it, but it was forgettable. I don't really remember it. Anyway. According to Variety, Walmart, America's biggest bricks and mortar retailer, is taking its first crack at original entertainment. Voodoo, the company's streaming video arm, has struck a partnership with MGM, under which the studio will create original series based on franchises from its extensive film and TV catalog. Those shows will be exclusively licensed to Voodoo for North America and available on Voodoo's free, ad-supported Movies on Us service. TV is really changing. It is. I couldn't be happier about it. It's all better online, if you ask me. I mean, then you can start shows whenever you want to, and I don't know. I like it. I look forward to more online content. Deadline reports CBS has given a pilot production commitment to Secret Six, a drama based on the DC characters. Secret Six centers on six morally ambiguous strangers, each with their own unique specialties and secret pasts, who are brought together by an enigmatic figure who blackmails them into working as a team to expose the corruption of the corporate and political elite. So it's another DC show. They dumped Supergirl on the CW, but I guess they're taking another shot. I guess so, yeah. I hope it moves to the CW. Easier to watch shows on the CW. That's correct. CNBC reports Apple is preparing a new digital video service that will marry original content and subscription services from legacy media companies, according to people familiar with the matter. Owners of Apple devices such as the iPhone, iPad, and Apple TV will find the still-in-the-works service in the pre-installed TV application. The product will include Apple-owned content, which will be free to Apple device owners, and subscription channels, which will allow customers to sign up for online-only services such as those from HBO and Stars. Apple plans to debut the revamp app early next year. So finally, we got some word on what they're doing with all that content, and it sounds like it's going to be free to watch. I mean, that is pretty awesome. Yeah, as long as you have an Apple device, which right. we do. We have several. <laughs> yep. I wonder if that'll stay the same or if they'll start charging for certain things. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... There's a lot of shows I mean, that we've reported on. Like a lot on. of money to spend to get people to what probably buy more Apple TVs. Yeah. I don't know. It seems kind of crazy. Apple TVs or but phones, maybe I mean, Apple at all. Apple TVs will finally, you know, if people do start buying more of these to get some of these this free content, maybe it'll finally become a regular thing and get more attention from developers. I don't know. Right now, what they were talking about with the channels, it's already kind of exists. When you're in there, you can see shows from HBO and Stars, but when you click on them, then it opens them in that app. So I wonder if they'll finally be fully like just in the TV app. Like you'll you won't have to jump to another app. Yeah. It kind of sounds like maybe that's what's going to happen. That will be nice, better interface as well. Yeah. Um, I like sounds that like idea. they've been laying the groundwork for that. Yeah, well, Steve Jobs told his biographer that he cracked television. So this has all been in the works for a very long time. And it says early next year. Yeah. So it's pretty soon. Soon. I just wish they could also incorporate Netflix into it because it's like the only missing piece to that TV app. But I don't know. They can't seem to strike a deal yet. In other items, Annapurna has dropped the untitled Fox News movie set to star Charlize Theron and Nicole Kidman. 
only two weeks before it was expected to start production, apparently due to concerns about the budget, which kept growing bigger daily. According to sources, Focus Features is expected to come on board and Bronze Studios will co-finance the film. So yeah, after they did this, then people were immediately speculating that Annapurna's in big trouble, but they deny it. They, they actually made a formal comment and said that they're not in trouble. I thought I saw an article though that like the, I guess whoever runs Annapurna, her father is like Oracle CEO or something like mm-hmm. that. And yeah. I, I thought I saw an article where he was going to step in and take control or take more control or oh, really? be more involved. That. So I don't know. I read Sounds that he like... was going to not put more of his own money into it is what I read. Oh. I mean, I think all of these things are just rumors. I don't think anybody knows or, or there's been any official announcements well i guess we'll find out pretty soon oh also last week or last episode i accidentally said no naomi watts was gonna play gretchen carlson in that movie but she's gonna play her in showtime's limited series which is also about fox news and roger ailes according to variety michael shannon is in talks to join the cast of ryan johnson's knives out which currently stars daniel craig and chris evans jim carrey's kidding has been renewed for a second season at Showtime. Ozark has been renewed for season three. Anthony Ramos, who played John Lawrence and Philip Hamilton in the original Hamilton cast, is in talks to reteam with Lin-Manuel Miranda to star in the film adaptation of In the Heights. He also played Justin LeBoy in 21 Chump Street on This American Life. Oh, really? That's... That's awesome. Michael K. Williams has joined the cast of HBO's Lovecraft Country, the upcoming horror drama from writer-director Jordan Peele. So I guess that's based on H.P. Lovecraft's stuff. Oh, I didn't even think of it. Yeah, maybe. Matthew McConaughey has joined the cast of Guy Ritchie's Tough Guys. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Ryan Coogler has signed a deal to write and direct the Black Panther sequel with an eye to start production in either late 2019 or early 2020. That was the director of the first one, right? Awesome. Good. Yeah, I believe it's been speculated, but I guess this is the first real. I don't even know if it's official yet, but sounds like it's pretty official. A done deal. Anything new to streaming? Netflix got 22 July. After a pair of shocking attacks in Norway, survivors and the country rally for healing and justice based on true events. Apostle, Netflix film. In this thriller, a man travels to a remote island in search of his missing sister, who was kidnapped by a murderous religious cult. The Haunting of Hill House. Flashing between past and present, a fractured family confronts haunting memories of their old home and the terrifying events that drove them from it. The Kindergarten Teacher, a Netflix film. A devoted teacher takes interest in a young student's creative potential after hearing his poetry, but she soon crosses the line into obsession. And also The Boss Baby, Back in Business, Season 2. On Amazon, Mr. Robot Season 3, Monster's Ball, Strangers, Pray at Night, The Romanoffs, a prime original series, Nosferatu, The Vampire, and Our Fascinating Planet Season 1. Hulu got Miles from Tomorrowland, Complete Season 3, What We Become, and Light as a Feather, Complete Season 1 premiere. That's a Hulu original. HBO got Pod Save America. Stars got Baby Geniuses, Critical Condition, and She's Having a Baby. Last week we ran a poll. What's your favorite Tom Hardy movie? 
The winner was Mad Max Fury Road with 45% of the vote, then Locke with 27, The Dark Knight Rises with 18, and Inception with 10. That's surprising to me. That Inception was the bottom? Yeah, and that Mad Max was the top. I, I mean, didn't know that was, movie was that loved. And yeah, that Locke actually got 27%. Well. That's kind of surprising. It's kind of in the order of, well, almost in the order of his importance in the movie, right? I mean, Mad oh, Max Locke. and he Locke. Was the he most was most important in Locke. Very important. I mean, obviously the main character in Mad Max, but he had probably even more screen time in Locke. So maybe that's it's part true. of it. It's true. It's true. So for this week's poll, what's your favorite historical space movie? Apollo 13, The Right Stuff, Hidden Figures, or The Last Man on the Moon. What would you choose? It's been too long since I've seen The Right Stuff. I I barely remember it. I only saw it as like a little kid. Um, so Hidden Figures? I don't know. I, I did really enjoy Apollo 13, but I don't know. Hidden Figures was really good. It was. I'm not as into space movies as you are but i'd probably go with hidden figures as well we've watched apollo 13 more times though but our son falls asleep every single time correct even though i think it's a very exciting movie so let us know what you think daily show pod on twitter we'll discuss the results next week and that's our show if you have any feedback you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show and talk to you next time. Pop, pop, pop. Is that popcorn I smell?